Hello and welcome. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock, and I am just so happy to be greeting you today and welcoming you here. I hope you feel that virtual hug, that virtual embrace as we are coming together on this beautifully foggy day in the Lower Mainland. And our weekly Sunday gatherings, they, my, well, my week, you know, revolves around this Sunday as I prepare. And I have found that, that this, you know, the preparation and, and getting ready to be here with you today is something that really has been a lifeline for me, especially during these interesting times. And so I hope that this time together today serves as a lifeline for you too, lifting you up wherever it is you're at. My hope is that this space serves as a refuge for you and that it inspires you as well to express your authentic self and that it also opens your mind to spiritual truth so that you, you can awaken to your magnificence. This is why we're here. And so as we get going, I respectfully acknowledge just taking this moment to recognize that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations. And where I am, uh, this land was, is the Kwetlem, the Tsleil-Waututh, and the Stalo nations home. And I am grateful to share this home and to be here today. Now, let us start with with turning in, I invite you to close your eyes for a moment or cast them down, just to open that heart space, to become consciously aware of this infinite presence in this now moment, the one mind, the one life, the one power that is God, that is the source of everyone and everything, giving all of itself in this moment, loving, embracing, supporting, lifting up each one of us wherever we're at. I recognize that this one power is my power. This one life is my life. This one mind is my mind. And I open myself to this alignment with the divine and it's from this place of divine power that i claim affirm and know that each one here is absolutely loved adored cherished guided and protected by this infinite source i know the truth of each one is absolute wholeness that there is a divine pattern of perfection right inside each one of us here this day. And so what I affirm of this experience is that that perfection, that wholeness, that love, that power, that it is felt, that it is realized, that it comes forth to guide each one of us. 
And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to safely connect openly and inclusively, to embrace one another, to embrace the spiritual truth of each one of us. I know that each one is lifted up, that there is a greater sense of power and agency through this time today. And for that, and for each one here, I am so incredibly grateful. What a blessing each one here is, and what a blessing this time is together. I live into this truth. I let it have me, I let it be, and so it is. Love your selections, they are perfect, of course. And here's what I'm wondering as we get started, as we keep going here. I'm wondering who would like to have a little bit more of the creative power of the universe? <laughs> yes, right? It's like, <laughs> please. Give me some more, give me some more. And yeah, that's why this week we are like going back to basics. We're, we are going back to like the basics of science of mind and spirit because let me just, we're gonna do a little reality check here as, as we get going because it kind of blows my mind. So our last in-person gathering was on Sunday, March 15th. So for me, um, you know, lockdown started on March 16th of this year. And I think for a lot of people, that was like the day, you know, where we started. And um, some of you might know this, some of you might not, but um, I was an accountant before I was a minister. <laughs> Yes, I was a tax accountant. It it does feel like another life because <laughs> I I have not been an accountant for quite some time. But um, there is a part of me that really likes to count things. Um, I've just had to learn like what to count and then like what not to count. <laughs> and here's here's what's funny though. When as soon as the lockdown started. I have like a monthly like journaling process that I go through every month and it comes with a calendar. So I started just counting the days. Okay, here's day number one of lockdown. And I just kind of kept going with that. And so I can say that we are now, for those of you who started on March 16th, like I did, we are now 203. This is the 203rd day of social distancing, of personal protective equipment, of, you know, like face masks and, and staying home, not going anywhere, and like literally like jumping a meter if someone sneezes near you. <laughs> you know, like 203 days of like, it's taboo to blow your nose. <laughs> it's like, how many people try not to blow their nose or sneeze in public, right? I'm like, I'll do it when I get home. I'll do it when I get in the car, right? Because it's just, because this pandemic, right? It's, it's airborne. And so we, it's, so literally how, how seven months, almost seven months, 30 weeks 
it has been 30 weeks. So if you find yourself like not being able to do what you can normally do, you know, like, yes, you're not alone. I mean, I had never even heard of social distancing before this. I'd never heard. Now we all know like what PPE is, right? We're like, oh yeah, PPE, of course. Right. And it's like, we didn't even know these words or have this understanding of any of this, like prior to like, what was it, January or February. Right. And, and now it's just like the air we breathe. So here are some of the things that I'm noticing about myself and, and my, my whole life is centered around, you know, living the truth of spiritual principles and practices, like literally my daily schedule, my weekly schedule. I, I am just like, you know, this is my full-time job. Spiritual practice is my full-time job. And, and here's what I'm noticing about myself, you know, 203 days in. I'm noticing that like, I am scrolling way more than normal. And my devices tell me this <laughs> like once a week they pop up and they tell me, I kid you not. It just happened today. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you, Oh, look, I, I sent it away. Cause I didn't actually want to look at it because I think it said something like your screen time was up 36% this last week. You know, and I'm like, how is that even possible? Right? Like the scrolling um, has become so much more prevalent in my life because there's this like, like, I'm scared to say it, but it sometimes feels like an addiction to news. You know, it's like, what has happened in the last 12 hours? I must know right now. You know, so it's like picking up the phone, picking up the, the iPad, you know, and checking it out, like scrolling, what has happened? What has happened? And sometimes people text me even before things happen. Did you see this happened? Oh my goodness. You know, and, and, and so I have noticed that I have a lot more grouchy moments these days. Way more grouchy than normal. Way more grouchy. And sometimes I just need to cry. I feel like there's more tears. And there are times when I literally just have less capacity to function. It, the mental, emotional energy sometimes just isn't there. Even if I like sleep all night, I get a good night's rest. And then like, yeah, this is happening for me. So I can only imagine maybe it's happening for you all too. Maybe you're feeling this. And because of that, and because of the way in which life is unfolding, we are back to basics today. Because truly, the power of spirit has not diminished. The power of spirit has not diminished. Spiritual principles are as strong as they have ever been. COVID-19 can't touch spiritual truth and principle. So I want to remind you today that the power available to you has not diminished. The power available to you has not diminished. It has not gone down. 
It is not less than it was before COVID. And so I am going to ask you, all of us, I'm asking this of myself too, if we can change our story. Because part of what my story has been in, in these, okay, the whole time, my, the, my story has just been, you know, like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I am just making it, you know, like I am just making it moment to moment. I am just making it. That has been my story for, you know, this 203 days. And everybody gets it because we're all like, yeah, I'm just making it too. Uh-huh. And so our stories and like how we frame things, they have a huge impact on our experience. So right off the top here, one of the things I want to ask is for you to change your story. And here's what I'm going to do. Instead of I'm just making it, I'm doing the best I can. How are you doing? I am doing the best I can today. So this, what I like about this phrase is that it does give space to recognize that, that there are times when I have less mental emotional energy and there is no shame in that. There is no shame in what you're feeling, how you're going through, if you need to take naps. There is no shame in that. So doing the best I can, some days is like, you know, I wrote my talk, I wrote my class, I'm like knocking out of the park. You know, there are some days when I'm in that flow, right? And there are other days when I'm like, I'm laying on the couch with the dogs cuddled up, right? So in both of those scenarios, I am doing the best I can. And if I start to say I'm doing the best I can, then I better be doing the best I can, <laughs> right? Like that actually, that inspires me to do the best I can. And so this week I went back to Dr. Holmes I'm like, Dr. Holmes, the, 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 the author of the Science of Mind textbook and the, the founder of all of the Centers for Spiritual Livings, right? I'm like, you got to help me out here. And so what I went back to are the, the ideas around prosperity. Because especially right now, with so much in the economy that's happening, I thought, if I can get myself back into a prosperity mindset, I think everything in my life would flow better. So I started out in the glossary, my favorite place. And I just am gonna read a little bit to you about what prosperity is defined by Dr. Holmes. And he, he writes, prosperity is the outpicturing of substance in our affairs. Everything in the universe is for us. Nothing is against us. And we must know that everywhere we go, we meet friendship, love, human interest, and helpfulness. Life is ever giving of itself. We must receive, utilize, and extend the gift. Mmm. <laughs> Aha! 
I love it when, when we have like three ways to, you know, three steps to take and to, and, and to feel better. And I've, I've already given you one, right? That you're doing the best you can instead of just making it. But here, Dr. Holmes gives us three. And this, so he says, what are these three things? We have to receive, utilize, and extend the gift. Receive, utilize, and extend the gift. So this is what we're doing today. We're starting out with receiving the gift of life, the gift of spirit. And so I, I, I'm like, okay, we need to expand our receptivity. So what is receptivity? Back to the glossary, by the way, in the Science of Mind textbook. Receptivity is the quality of being able to absorb, hold, or contain, also known as capacity. The spirit can only give us what we can take. And since the taking is a mental process, it is necessary for us to accept the fact that the spirit has already provided everything. Whoa. Okay. The spirit has already provided everything and the receiving of it, like how you receive it is a mental process. So what is the mental process? This is where we are right at the essence of everything we stand for. This mental process of receiving the gifts that are already here, it starts with a seed. We plant seeds of thought. We plant seeds of thought into this creative soil of the universe that unfolds into and as our life. This is the mental process of receiving the gifts that are already here. We think thoughts that are in alignment with that, planting them into the creative soil of the universe. And those thoughts grow into, those seeds of thoughts grow into our life and our experience. And so you can plant any seed you want. The universe doesn't judge the seeds. The universe doesn't say yes to this seed, no to that seed. This part of, of God as the universe, as this, this creative process, just says yes to whatever it is you plant. So if you plant things you like and you want, yes. If you plant things you don't like and you don't want, yes. You, you know, you're going to get that. So this is where we can use our, our thoughts to think, to refocus about things that we do want so that we can feel what that feels like so that we then experience what we want to experience rather than I'm just making it. So what happens, what about though, when you plant a seed and nothing happens? What about that? What about that? 
And this is where I was just, it's so fun to write these talks because I go on these adventures and where, what it brings me is always, it's just a surprise. And I share with you the best of what I find during the week. And so this week, what I found was a message from Reverend Jane Beach. She was one of my uh, mentor ministers and teachers in ministerial school. She, if you were here for my installation back in January, she gave a video uh, um, so that she could, a video message congratulating me and us. Um, she's just amazing. And here's what she, here's what she, she says. She says, when you're practicing the new thought, so this new thought is the seed you're planting, right? And she says, when you're plant, practicing the new thought and the old stuff is still showing up, please don't beat yourself up. It's only because there's an old belief hanging on that you're not as aware of. You didn't do anything wrong. You haven't failed. It's only because there's something hidden deep inside that you've bumped up against. So even if you're practicing this and you have been practicing this for a while, planting these new thoughts, thinking new thoughts, and you're not getting what you want, it's not because you're bad or wrong or because you haven't done it right. Simply because there's an unconscious belief hanging around inside of you and it's just time to allow it to come into the light so that you can release it and here's what reverend jane beach says about how we can access those old or deeply or hidden unconscious beliefs she says one way is to invite the old feelings and beliefs whatever's standing in the way to come up so that you can hear them. And they're like a little child who's been told to be quiet and has never been heard living inside of you. She says, it's time to listen to this part of you. You can say something like, tell me what I need to know, show me. There might be flashbacks of experience and fear that will come up for healing and your job is to let them come up stay present no matter how horrible they feel it needs to be heard let it come up and then say thank you and i love you she says to be grateful for it showing you what needs to be healed and that it gets easier over time I also want to acknowledge here that sometimes listening to the different parts of yourself that you've pushed into the dark corners of your mind, that sometimes that's too much to do on your own. Please reach out to one of our practitioners or myself or a trusted friend, someone that you know will provide some space for you to just feel. Because we all need that from time to time. So when we go back to i'm doing the best i can sometimes doing the best you can is allowing fear to come up not so that it can dominate your consciousness or move you back to scrolling on your phone but so that it can be heard 
And when that fear is heard, when that part of you that's been pushed away is heard, it can relax and go away. And that then what's stopping you can, can come, can those seeds that you've planted can break the surface of the ground and reach into the light of day and suddenly you're experiencing it. So there is some patience to be had with yourself here too, right? Even when we plant seeds, they have to grow in the dark. They grow in the dark and then they reach the, the, the very top soil and they burst through and they actually disrupt the ground, right? They disrupt the soil and they poof, there they are. So this process of planting a new thought into that creative soil of the universe, it's not always like neat. Like is, when you garden, you're getting dirty, right? You're like in the soil, you're, 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 it hurts your back to be you know, leaning over, but you're doing it because you know the fruit of your labor, right? And here, here is the fruit of our focused thinking. So we are gonna kind of move very quickly through our second and third suggestions from Dr. Holmes today, because that first one was the most important, right? That first one, planting those seeds of thought is the way you receive the gifts that are already here. It's the way you receive them, you open to become receptive by opening your mind with a new thought. I'm doing the best I can. So the second way is to utilize the gifts of spirit, to utilize them. Mm -hmm. We have to use these gifts <laughs> in order to, to, to receive the benefit of them, right? We have to use them. And so here's what um, Dr. Holmes wrote in The Science of Mind. We believe in science because it is organized, systematized knowledge. And it is only when knowledge is organized and systematized that it can be utilized. So this is the way we utilize it. We go, okay, I'm going to think a new thought. I'm going to stay with that thought. I'm going to change up my story right? This is how we are not only becoming receptive to the gifts that are already here, but that we can use the gifts, utilize the gifts. And so here's the main shift, right? Like before Centers for Spiritual Living, when I would pray, actually, this was when I was a kid, because I didn't pray before I found CSL, because I was atheist. But when I was a kid, and I was more traditional religious, my prayers would be like, please, God, make her stop teasing me, <laughs> right? You know, please, God, give me something, you know, give me the money so I can buy candy, you know, though, but, but my prayers were begging God, please, God. And it's interesting because these 203 days, I have found myself reverting back to that. Please, God, make this be okay. And it's so interesting how sometimes that happens, right? Fear, and there's a lot to be afraid of right now. I'm not trying to minimize the fact that we are going through a very challenging, uncertain time because we are. 
but the power of spirit has not diminished. So we must use the gifts. And so it's not, please God, will you? It is the gift is already here and I must become receptive to it. Okay, I am gonna refocus. Instead of catastrophizing, now you all know what catastrophizing is, right? That is when you focus on everything that could go wrong, everything that has gone wrong, and you just go over and over and over and over and over and over in your mind. That's catastrophizing. Instead of catastrophizing, you set some boundaries for yourself and you say, no, I'm not gonna catastrophize. I'm gonna refocus my attention on the seed of thought I want to experience. What seed am I gonna plant here? Now, honestly, my mantra for this week is gonna be, I'm doing the best I can. And you can even add to that. And spirit is helping me. Spirit is doing this. Spirit is right here. Love is right here. And so we are meant to then extend the gifts of spirit. What does that mean? That means you are going to give the gifts of spirit beyond yourself. Something that we like to say here at CSL is that you give of your time, your talent, and your treasure. So how can you be of service this week? Who can you help? We are not meant to just amass great amounts of wealth just for ourselves. We are meant to receive these gifts of spirit so that we can use them and extend them. So we give them, we share the gifts of what we know and what we have. We share, we give to where our souls are fed. We plant seeds of thought, not only for ourselves but for the benefit of all people. And I've been really going back to a more Buddhist mantra lately of, of using the word may. May all essential workers be safe. May all healthcare workers be safe and protected and wise. May every person who needs care get care. So we're planting the seeds because the creative power of the universe is right where you are. It's not over there or across town. It's right where you are. So no matter what you're facing, no matter what you've been through or, or what you're currently facing right now, the gifts or spirit are here. They're waiting for you to receive, utilize, and extend for yourself and for others. So here's your homework. Create your affirmation. So affirmations are here to remind us of this creative power of mind. They just remind us. They help us water and weed the garden of our mind. I've given you a few that you can absolutely take and use for yourself. I'm doing the best I can. Love is right here. I receive the gifts of spirit. And as I complete, I want you to just know that you are loved. You are 
deeply loved and cherished as you are where you are. You are enough. You are part of God's infinite divine plan. And in fact, you are God made manifest. And as such, all the power in the universe is right where you are. I love you and I want you to flourish. And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.